Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pat. And today, my special guest is my wife, Jules. Yeah, this is actually Pat's podcast, so don't forget that. Don't forget that. Just kidding. Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast, where you got this wonderful married couple, Jules and Pat, as your hosts. I feel like you're saying that with uh, something else in mind. I don't know what I don't know what, would what to it be? say when we start these episodes, and I feel like sometimes we need to reintroduce ourselves. Sometimes we don't. Okay, let's reintroduce ourselves. Okay. Well, you go first. I'm Julia. My Instagram is Jules, so you probably know me as Jules, and this is my husband. His name is Doug. Doug. Just kidding. That's one of my favorite go-to coffee names. Every time we order coffee out or really anything, Pat uses a fake name. Yeah. But he always uses the same name. Yeah. It's hard because I don't have like, you know, a Rolodex of random names, which I probably could if I wanted. But every time we order coffee or order food out, I like to, when somebody says, what's the name for the order? I like to give a fake name. He goes, wait, excuse me? So he can think about a name. Yeah. It's like my go-to move. Mm. But no, my real name is Pat. Patrick, actually. Remember in the beginning of our episodes when we used to do What Are We Drinking? Yeah. We haven't done that in so long. Actually, somebody messaged us recently about that, saying, I love I love your um, your drinks in the beginning of the episodes. Uh, is there a place where you guys keep all these recipes? And I was like, first off, this person is way behind in episodes. Yeah, they were like we, listing back early ones. We used to make drinks. Yeah, we used to have a drink with every episode. And that was always a fun part, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just meant because of our recording schedule you know we're not in a studio we are just recording this at home uh right now we're recording it at 10 in the morning so if we were doing our what are we drinking that would mean we'd be having a drink right now at 10 in the morning which well i am drinking a poppy a raspberry rose poppy mm. which is the best drink yeah and i'm drinking old faithful coffee yeah but that's not nearly as fun as um you know, when we used to do that on the old episodes. Maybe we should bring that back. What do you guys think? It'd be fun. The what are we drinking? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we could, I mean, it just depends when we record and like, I can't, I don't want to drink every time we have to record. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially on these days when we're, I mean, this is kind of our routine now where we are recording in the morning. Yeah. So it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Well, we could, we could change it to Monday night recording. Yeah. But I like to um, watch TV at night. <laughs> through that so sorry guys so, i don't know maybe we'll bring it back you know a little yeah, bit maybe we could start doing it like once a month or something yeah i don't know you guys are just hearing our Banter. our minds ramble right yeah. now um yeah i guess one thing really exciting um just to get into if you guys follow jules or i or our together account on social media um just this past week has been an exciting week, Rachel Kirkconnell, who you've probably heard us talk about. That's who we're working with this month on Together. Um, just putting out the content that she created um, for us and, you know, her sharing across her platforms was um, just an exciting thing for us. That's a partnership that's been like a long time in the works, something that we've been putting a lot of time uh, into getting it to come to fruition and then. Um, that kind of happened this past week, which was really cool and exciting for us. Yeah, it was cool. I feel like this whole month has been cool, which I don't know what we've talked about for the month. I know we did talk about like April and what that was going to be like. Um, but I don't know if we, I don't know how much detail we went into with that. Yeah. I mean, this month, April, you know, so the, just, I guess a little more introduction, just like together, you know, uh, the business that we have, um, Every month we spotlight a new influencer, a new creator, new content. We in introduce new brands um, and we do it to support a new charity every month. So April, um, and this is repeat for some of you listeners, but April working with Rachel Kirkconnell, we introduced a bunch of new brands this month. One of our new partner brands being Sesh Groups, which gives all of our members six free months of um mental health support sessions 
Um, and then the third part being the charity that we're supporting this month being called is Girl Wonder. Um, G-Y-R-L, Wonder. And they're a charity that works with women of color age 17 to 23. Uh, it helps uh, or it sort, supports them finding careers and jobs in uh, media and entertainment. So just a really cool month. It's been an exciting month. All of those pieces coming together. And we also want to offer just a discount code to all of our love that for you listeners. Um, so if you haven't signed up already, if you have signed up already, we love you. We appreciate you. If you haven't signed up for together, um, go use discount code love that for you. So just the same name of the podcast, love that for you. Uh, no spaces in there. One word. And that'll give you um, 50% off of a sign up. And that's the biggest discount we've <laughs> offered right now. Um, right now. That's the biggest discount we've offered to anybody. But we know that our podcast family, those of you who have been listening to this podcast for a while, um, you've been here, you've been supporting us. Uh, we want to offer that. And that's just, just to the podcast audience. So Yeah, so that'll be, love that for you, 50% off for your first year membership. Um, yeah, we guys are loyal and we really appreciate like you guys listening and if you give reviews and following the podcast and just all of your support. So um, yeah, go use that code if you haven't signed up yet. Um, and you'll get access to every all the content that's on there and, you know, the sesh groups and anything else that's to come also. Yeah. Yeah. Right now on there, we've got, I don't know what it is, like 40 different brands that we've partnered with. They all offer, you know, exclusive offerings, primarily discount codes, the access to sesh, the mental health therapy. Uh, obviously, your membership supports this month Girl Wonder, yeah. uh, supports a charitable cause and you know, it supports Jules and I. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Um, we can leave the code in the description also if you guys are, you know, driving and want to get that at the end or something. So I'll yeah. leave it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, what else? Speaking of shows. I feel like we already talked about this. Oh, no, wait, we didn't. The we Amy one, right? The, yeah. So we were just like scrolling on Hulu. We don't have anything that we're like really loving watching. And we saw this Amy Schumer show. I'm like, one, why have we not heard about this? Because we've seen like all of her stand up comedy and stuff yeah, that's feel, on like I feel Netflix. Like her and stuff is usually pretty popular. And you yeah. hear about it. So her show is called Life and Beth. And mm -hmm. it's just a really, I don't know, it's like every episode is 26 minutes. So Julia can't get mad at me for falling asleep because they're so short. I don't fall asleep. Yeah. And it's very cute. Yeah. It's a cute show. There's, it's kind of um, – so Amy Schumer is the writer, director, and lead role in it. So it's like her humor. She's like the writer, director, producer. Dirty at some points. It's very straightforward. But then there's also some really cool like heartfelt storylines to it. Yeah. And we're also only eight episodes. It's in? like drama and comedy, mm -hmm. but it's really like a short – it's kind of like a short film into episodes. Like it's really good – um it's really easy to watch so it's very like lighthearted. and if you like amy schumer which i feel like a lot of people do but i also know there's some people that don't like her her humor yeah um but it's not like her stand-up like it's not like um what's the word like vulgar like it's not like dirty yeah you know I mean, it's there different are parts of it that are but yeah it's, but it's it's definitely not like her stand-up. it's like not r-rated either yeah i mean within the first what is it i guess maybe that would what? within like the first few episodes like her mom dies and yeah that's like a big story line. spoiler alert <laughs> well yeah it's not really a spoiler alert because it happens so early yeah but and like that like family relationships and family issues is like a big storyline like finding love and relationships is a big storyline like yeah there's so much more than just like amy schumer humor in yeah it. Yeah. Anything else? What's new? We're still at the Airbnb in Florida for a few more weeks. Mm -hmm. um, we're kind of just like, been. Ex it's been so nice. I don't think we've woke up, knock on wood, one day and it's been like rainy or cloudy. It's been beautiful, sunny. Yeah. So someone convinced me not to move here because I might. Yeah. Seriously. I don't know. Yesterday, Everywhere we go, we're like, oh, we're moving. I know. We are very much like that. But mm -hmm. 
yesterday we were like kind of laying out like what are the most important things to us with where we want to live and other than family which i hate to say it i don't even know if that was really number one for what like things that we prioritize in like where we want to live it's really hard like that's the only thing that's like keeping us put on the east coast and sometimes yeah sometimes it's like that's a huge deal but at the same time it's like is that enough not really yeah and the uh, the number one thing we said was like how much of an impact warm weather has on us yeah and Every morning here, we wake up. Our room has like blackout curtains, so it's very dark in our room in the morning. And I think like one of our favorite things has turned into waking up and opening opening the curtains. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's warm and sunny yeah. again. Yeah, and we like feel good. We both are trying to be more active in the morning, like getting outside. It's made taking Willow for walks a little bit more enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. it's been easy. It's been good. Yeah, especially with Willow. The thing is, is like, this is everything in life, which I guess can kind of go into the episode a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. But mm-hmm. you th- we think about like our family and I'm like, oh, you know, that's the reason I want to be on the East Coast. And then I'm like, oh, but like, okay, everyday, day-to-day life, like I don't even see them that often. Like it would be fine. It would be more meaningful if we weren't living near them and then we could go see them. Mm-hmm. And then you think about like, you know, that changes for people and that changes if something happens. And then you're like, wow, I wish I was there. Wow, I wish I would have done this. But it's like, you can't really think that way when you're living your day-to-day life. And like, if none of that's going to happen, then we would have wished that we just did what we wanted to do and live where we wanted. And like that, it's just like that scenario changes no matter what. It's like, yeah, Yeah. you're probably going to hear us like think this out right now because we say that and then we're like, but I don't want to be that far from family. I know. Right? And I like, you know, we are having conversations about kids. We've said that a few times on here. It's like, well, if we're going to have kids, then we definitely want to be close to family. Yeah. And what is that impact? And just, I don't know, so many different things go into it. And we are learning more about our si- ourselves, realizing how indecisive we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think like I've always been, I don't know. It depends. Some things I'm very decisive about. Yeah. And some things I'm very indecisive about. Yeah. Yeah. It's um and just I don't know. I think part of the intrigue for us still is like we're new to this area we are. We're in uh down here in Florida, so there's a lot of like positive vibes for us here. Yeah. Would that be the same if we lived here? Would we get tired of the heat? Would we get bored of the same thing would we well of course i mean like anywhere you live right yeah yeah so but it's like a change yeah okay hold on okay so this episode's kind of like a bunch of different things but i wanted to start out we're, we're gonna talk about your identity and i put it out there with a lot of different like thoughts in mind and i wanted to start that off with talking about comparisons because i feel like that's where I've been at recently and that's how it kind of came to this episode was like why am I constantly comparing myself how do I get out of that what helps me or what doesn't and recently it's just been like you know sometimes I'm like well I'm comparing myself so much that I've like lost my identity and I'm like is that imposter syndrome I don't know what, exactly what that means, but I feel like I compare myself so much to so many different people because there's so much content out there and there's so much media and like so much, so much content that I'm just like yeah. constantly like, how do I know what I'm doing is right? And how do I know to trust myself? And well, who am I? Like, how do I know yeah. what my identity is? Yeah, I think, you know, what you're talking about is like, we we are in a time, an era right now where you see so much of other people's lives like you see i don't know anybody who posts on social media you see like an inside look at their lives like every listener here gets a very inside look into jules in my life like but not really yeah i mean you get to see the good parts right i mean i think on the podcast we're a little bit more real about some of the not so good parts but just having so much exposure to other people's good, I'm doing air quotes, good lives, 
you start to compare and then it's like well if they're so happy and i don't feel that way what am i who am i am i doing what i'm supposed to and then i think that's how we started talking about like identity like where do you come up with your own identity what is your own identity how do you like i don't know forge that and i do think it's like a it's an important conversation and it's an important topic right now where identities are so hidden behind keyboards. Identities are so hidden behind highlight reels. Identities are so... My thing with the comparison is like, I'm comparing, and I know what I'm doing, but like I'm very aware of it. Like I'm comparing myself to seeing what I feel like I know Mm -hmm. people's lives are and that's because that's what they're sharing. Not, and you know, you don't know what's behind the scenes and everything. And I guess that could be the same with you guys listening or watching or whatever. It's like there's a lot behind the scenes. Like you're seeing like, you know, my stories daily add up to like two minutes of my day um, when there's so much more that's going on. But like how do I not compare myself to other people when it's like they're growing like this and they're going to these things. Like those things are actually happening. Like those are true things that I'm seeing. It's not like they're not true. Yeah. It's just like I don't know what like that person – how they act, who they really are, this and this, how happy they are, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, that's the comparison. And then that leads to being like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I just like, like yesterday I was like sitting in, I was like, after I ate breakfast, I was like getting ready to like do some work. And I like had like 10 things I was about to do. And I was just like staring at them all. And I was like, what is the point of any of this? Like, why am I doing this? Like, what do I do next? Like, I was like literally frozen in time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the purpose of this episode or like i guess we're mainly talking about identity but like well i had comparison first oh just like to lead into it yeah i think what you're talking about right now the comparison thing has been a big thing for us primarily you recently always me where we are having you and i are having a lot of conversations where you are in bad moods because of comparison and you know, we, we have been talking about this and I just keep saying like what you're seeing is not real. These are not these people's lives. It's what they're putting out. It's what they, you know, are serving up on social media. It's not. But whatever. some of it is real. Like that's some, my argument. Like it is not not real. Like it's, I you know. I completely agree. But this is like an argument where you're like trying to convince yourself that it's okay to get depressed because of these comparisons and it's not like that's not an argument you're going to win with (laughs) like you need to understand okay this is going on 99 percent of what i'm seeing on social media is not real and therefore i shouldn't let it have this impact on me and it has had a big impact on you recently like we're seeing other people grow on social media like i'm seeing it the same ones you're seeing and it's like you know, it pulls away from this like, wow, I want to really be happy and I want to be excited for them and those people. And I am. But it's also like, why not me? Why am I not getting that? Why am I not doing that? Why am yeah. I not? And like, that's where the comparison gets so bad. Well, it's, and because I think people who look at me probably do the same thing. Of course. But it's like, I don't see it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the and I like always hate this. You know, if you're having a bad day and somebody's like, well, there are starving kids in I hate wherever. That. And it's like, well, that doesn't make me feel any better. That doesn't make me not feel my emotions less. But I do think that's sometimes a good reminder. Like everybody that you compare yourself to is, you know, yeah, they may be doing better than you, but there are other people that are doing the same thing to you saying, you know, how do I be more like Jules? How do I do this? How do I do that? She's doing this and I want to do that. And like that comparison is just so like circular. We all do it to each other. We all. How are you relating it to like the, like the, I hate that when people are like, oh, well, you know, there's this, like, you know, I see TikToks a lot where it's like, be happy for what you have. Somebody always has it worse. And I'm like, of course, like, and I do feel those moments. Like I do feel like, wow you're right why am i so like why am i being like this but it's like i can't compare myself to those people Mm -hmm. you can't and i can't compare myself to the people who i feel like are above me like 
how am I supposed to do that? When people say those things, those comparisons, and they're like, put yourself in this situation, like, I can't. Yeah. That's impossible. Yeah. I think it's, one, I think you're right. Like, you can't just, you know, transform yourself into somebody else's and, like, experience what it means to have no food, to right. have no what. Like, you can't experience that. And you can fathom that those people have I don't want to say bigger issues, but they have different issues. And I'm also now like in my head thinking, are those people still happy though? Right. It's not about what you have. It's not about comparison. It's not about, um, you know, it's like, how do you find happiness in what you have? Like, that's the bigger thing. Mm -hmm. And I think, but the act of like, you know, somebody says, well, there are starving children in the world. How can you complain about whatever? And like, I think there's just a little bit of like a thought experiment with that. Like if you're having one of those moments where you're feeling down, you're comparing and you're like, but there are people that are worse off. There are people that are that are relating to me in the struggle of wanting more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that can be, I don't know, a little relieving yeah i mean this is a tangent which we don't have to really get into but it's like the whole comparison thing is like we want something that we think is going to make us happier when it might not or people would say it won't to have more money to have more this to have more that isn't going to like change my happiness yeah um but at the same time my other thought is like well there's no point in like living if i'm not working towards something like i would be bored yeah so it goes both ways, but yeah. Well, I think this is where you know we can transition to identity because I think so much of the comparison game is obviously looking outwards. It's looking at other people. It's looking at other whatever and saying they're this, they're that, they're whatever. When identity is like obviously looking in. It's I am this, I am that. And once you start having those conversations of, you know, saying I am like fill in the blank, like what is the the underline there? I am happy I'm here in warm weather. I am happy that I'm this. I am going through these challenges. Like you feel it a little more, but you also, I think with identity, then you're like, I don't know, like defining yourself. You're defining who you are. You're defining whatever. And I mean, I can just kind of get into some of the thoughts that I wrote down going into this. I mean, you know, for me, I think I think of identity as something like a you know, an elevator pitch. It's your, you know, 30 second intro. And I was thinking the first thing that came to mind for me is like my identity is not set in stone. My identity is something that I can change. My identity is something that I can control to a certain extent. And growing up, you know, I was picturing little cute five-year-old Pat, maybe a little older than five, but like, you know, your identity is I'm a fifth grader. I go to Lionville Elementary and I live in this neighborhood. You know, it's like, that's your identity. Oh, my mom and dad are these people. And, you know, my dad was a 3M salesman and my mom was the lunch lady. Like, those two things are true, actually. But, like, that's my identity. My identity growing up in high school was, like, I was an athlete. I played sports. Um, you know, I, was a, I played soccer, baseball, basketball, and football. And then going to college, it was like, for me, it was, I'm a football player. My major is philosophy and I attend Dickinson College. Like so much of your identity is tied to these like, like descriptors. They're well, tied that's to like, like facts my about you. fear of it is like when people say like, who are you? And then you say like, oh, well, you know, I went to FIT in New York City and now I run this business and I do this. And like, that's really yeah. scary at the same time because I'm like, okay, those are things I do. That's not who I am, but who yeah. am I? Like, I don't even know how to describe that sometimes. Yeah. And I put it out there on Instagram just with, I just wanted to read some of them, but we can like go through them. Yeah. I just put like, what does your identity mean to you? Do you know your identity? Like, yeah. what is it? 
And someone yeah. responded. They were just like, I feel like I've lost my identity over the last few years from suffering with anxiety. Like I let my thoughts take over so much sometimes that I feel like I've lost who I really am in many ways, especially in public. Yeah. I feel like the public thing kind of makes it like, yeah, like especially in public and when people are like asking you and you're, and you're seeing the media and you're seeing so many different people do different things, you're like, wait, who am I? Yeah. Yeah, it's so hard. I think when you start to have other people's opinion of you right other people's like projection on you like you do lose part of who you are i think you know when when i tell people oh my wife is a influencer people immediately project their preconceived idea of what an influencer is on me when i say that and obviously on you and then mm -hmm. they meet you with a preconceived notion of who you are because you have the title influencer yeah and um well, of course that's something i feel like we deal with all the time all the time i mean when when people ask like what we do for work i always try and find ways to like get around saying it because especially with you know older folk because there's like this negative connotation with saying like oh we're content creators oh we do this and people are like oh do you make any money how, yeah. how do you pay bills like yeah oh you do that you just try and get people to buy stuff it's like no that's not it at all but i'm not gonna spend my time telling you all of the details like that's not my job um i another thing that i was thinking about just with i don't know recently when we've been and like tying this a little bit to together we've been working with rachel kirkconnell and her whole identity and i don't i'm not speaking like for her on her behalf but she has talked about when her name was in the national spotlight for you know things that people thought about her there was a lot of like internal dialogues she had just kind of questioning who and what and she went hundreds of thousands of people are well, she questioning had it, it for to you. The extreme, right? Yeah. She had it on probably an international, you know, platform. And, you know, we, we all feel that though. And there are like, you know, daily, is it your family who projects this on you? Is it your friends who project this on you? Is it, you know, just a little bit of an internal dialogue that is confusing around your identity? And, you know, I, when I was looking up stuff for this episode, you know, talking about how like identity changes. I am a different person. I have a different identity today, even than I did a, a year ago, even then. But what is your identity? I, what are you relating that to? What you do? No. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I, think I think it part is of, part of my part identity. Of it is tied to who I, who, what I do. But I think like at heart, like I've grown as a person of like, morals values but also like how i think about the world like i've mm -hmm. changed in that way i've grown to appreciate new things i've grown to appreciate new aspects i've um and and, and like that is a different person i thought about the world differently a year ago than i do today mm -hmm. and you know there's you know the the one thing like you're making a big decision and people are always like be true to who you are i know it's like so hard to hear and i'm like just don't know what that means like, who, <laughs> who am i like honestly if you're listening and you know please dm me and just tell me who i am um but it's like I, how do you even describe it like yeah. it's not about like not knowing it's like i don't even really know how to describe that yeah um but if i can describe somebody else i feel like i could do that yeah i don't it's know easier to describe other people well I think I've talked about this, like I'm reading Matthew McConaughey's memoir called Green Lights right now. And one of his big things is like live your legacy. And another like similar, similar uh, concept saying that I love is like live your eulogy. For those of you who don't know, your eulogy is uh, what gets said about you when you die. It's a um, like a, a, at a it's Christian like Catholic funeral eulogy. Somebody gets up and talks about you. So, like, what do you want to be said about you? That is when you have passed on, 
like you're that's there are other things that are like well you don't really know your true identity until you pass on because then people speak about your identity we don't speak about people's identities primarily generally when they're alive but well at like weddings and stuff right a little bit yeah yeah i mean people give speeches and they talk and and sometimes it is a little bit yeah you know but it's not i feel like it's not as uh deep or specific as at a funeral Mm -hmm. but um i don't know and i think that's that's something i think about like what do i want said about me when i pass on what do i want said at my funeral yeah and that is i think my identity from an outsider looking in but also like when i think about it and how i try to live my life that is me trying to like project it outwards yeah no i agree with that i feel like I could probably describe who I think you are. I think I could. I mean, I would need like time to think of like, actual like words, but yeah, I think I know who you are deep down because I feel like, I mean, from my perspective for you, I feel like you've always been the same person. Yeah. And maybe you're just an easy target for that. Ooh. Well, I'm old. <laughs> kind of set in my ways. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Um, I want to read some of these that you guys wrote in. Just they're just interesting because they're like nobody. Everybody is like confused. Yeah, it's just an interesting topic, and I don't know. Oh, we should do this. It says once someone wrote, "I'm an in the anagram in in how do you say it? Oh goodness gracious, enneagram, enneagram four. So it literally means everything. Oh, I don't know what that really means, but we yeah, should I'm not do exactly those. Sure, what that means, but I don't know if that's for your identity. Out, figure hours out. My identity for a long time was my anxiety. I'm learning to detach from it, but it's hard. Mm. Yeah, I think that's common. A lot of people's identity is tied to one thing. Mm-hmm. For this person who wrote that in, their ident or their anxiety is like the one most forward thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I for me, and actually, a lot of people, it's career. Oh, he is this. Oh, she is that. Oh, they do this. Or, you know, it's like that one thing that sits at the front that everybody identifies you with. This person wrote, I hate that I associate my identity with a job or position to make money. Which is like when you, when you, someone, we all do this. We're Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're going over to uh, Bob's house. Bob is so rich. Bob makes so much money. His house is huge. He has a boat. It's going to be so much fun. He's so fun. Yeah. Like kind of like that where it's like, okay, now I think Bob is just rich. And that's yeah. how I, and I do, and I do that. Everybody does that. Like yeah. they're, they relate it to money and job. And that's just like, but like, I'm not necessarily arguing it because I think that is a big part of your identity. Like, it's, I don't know if there isn't a real yeah. answer. I just, I think yeah, it's I think, interesting to think about. Yeah, I'm and I'm sitting here like thinking about it because, you know, I'm picturing Bob and like, you know, if we were going over to Bob's house and we had people here with us that never met Bob, like, what am I going to say? I do think a lot of how anybody would introduce Bob or like, hey, we're going over to Bob's house. Here's who he is. Bob is a lawyer. I was going to say lawyer. Bob makes a lot of money. He has, he's on his second marriage. <laughs> um, he doesn't see his kids all that much. He drives nice cars. Wait till you see his house. Um, he also has a he's house. he's a little short with his words, so don't take offense to that. Like, yeah. I don't know. What are we saying? Like, is that Bob's identity now? Or like, or how, how you know, the other thing is, um, Hey, we're going over to Bob's. Rather than saying he's a lawyer, you say he's worked so hard to build himself a comfortable life where he can afford what he likes. Yeah. He's unfortunately going through um, some challenges with his family. Uh, Some things have happened with his wife and, you know, rebuilding relationships there and with his kids. And that like, gives two complete, different perspectives on the same person. Exactly. And it's like my projection on Bob. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody's name is Bob. We're just using it as an example. We should have been using Doug. Damn it. No, but that's so true. It's like, it, it's also just about how you say. It. And I feel like people do this in perspectives with everything. It's like, 
I don't know, like there's so many ways you could do what you just did, not necessarily with your identity, but with a lot of other things, you know? Yeah. People are always like, don't judge a book by its cover. Or don't, it's kind of like. What, yeah, yeah, I will say that's not easy though. Like no. yeah, between you and I, I think a lot of times. Well, I think that's like what, yeah. what I like about you too in our relationship is because we can, I'll judge somebody and you'll be like, okay, let's think about it like this. And then we have a conversation together in our own home before we go to bed about this. And then we're able to like hash out our ideas and our thoughts about this person or whatever. And then we go to sleep being like, okay, let's not be one-sided about it. But when you're in like a group of people or, you know, if it's just you and you judge people all the time, like it's, yeah. And, and I think yeah. you, you set an identity for somebody without knowing them. Yeah. yeah. I think part of it is like, trying to set a positive identity for other people impacts how you see the world. Um, You're saying you should set a positive identity for people all the time? Giving people the benefit of the the doubt. The benefit of the doubt. Saying, thinking of things how what they do in their position is them trying to do the best that they can. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what I think 95% of the people and those other five people are malicious and out to harm and have intentions. But I think the most of the world, most people are living, trying to do the best that they can. And that looks like, again, I'm doing air quotes around best that they can because that looks different for different people. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to, you know, the best they can is, you know, a big waterfront pop property. Other people, that's, you know, not that. And that's different. Yeah. Um, so here's another one that I want to read. Somebody this sent DM? This, this DM. Yeah. So they to said. To my question box? Well, they sent it. Yeah. To okay. love that for yeah. you. So they said, just two cents, quick story. I remember my college professor coming up on graduation. He told our class, for the first time in the last 15 to 16 years of your life, you will you will no longer get to identify as a student. And he asked us how that makes us feel. So not written, but just saying like, you're no longer allowed to say, I'm a student here. I went to school here. I go to school here, right? So you no longer get to identify as a student. And then he asked us how that makes us feel. I'd say 90% of us were shitting ourselves in that moment because Mm -hmm. that became such a scary, unknown transition. But since then, I've never thought of identity so differently. Yes, it can be attached to a profession, being a student, but it's so much more out of the box than just that. Uh, But I think my identity is attached to my values, my morals, my literal genetics, what I was taught growing up, responsibilities, and also my personality and fun. I think my identity to others Myself and others can be totally different. I do believe in some astrology mumbo jumbo on this too. Moon rising, etc. But I'm still learning on this overall. I feel like I got scared listening to that. Because I was like, I a lot of times identify myself with what I do every day. And that's why I've lost like what I am I fun? Like what do I like? Like what besides work? Yeah, definitely. Pat agrees. I do agree. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I agree because this is where... Could you describe me? Could I describe you? Yeah. Yeah, hot-ass bitch. Um, where so much of our lives merge. Like, we have completely blurred the lines yeah, that's between the scariest part. work and life. And work should integrate into life. I don't believe there's like, you know, work-life balance. I think there's work-life integrations. Like they need to be mutually whatever. And so much of like what we have experienced recently is like no boundaries between work and not work. Like everything is work. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And that's, I would say not good. Yeah. Agreed. So what do we do about that? <laughs> That's a personal conversation, probably. Yeah. Wish us luck. Some others that you guys wrote in. Um, identity to me means staying true to who you are. Definitely don't know my identity yet. 
this person wrote, who I am, how I perceive myself, and how I hope others perceive me, Mm. which is also a good way to think about it. Like when you're thinking, I hope this person thinks I'm this, this, and this, that's like, that's how you want to be perceived. That's how you want to be. Yeah. Like if you want someone to think of you like this, and that means that's what you want to think of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The whole like, I hope people think of me like this is just a really interesting thought experiment. Like, thought experiment. Well, because. <laughs> Right. If I said, I hope people think of me like this and I want to make people think of me like that. Therefore, I need to do these things. Therefore, am I doing those things right. genuinely yeah. or not? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, true. Or am I just building a facade where people get to think what they want of, or like I want them to think this of me. Um, therefore, like, yeah, I need to do these things. Well, this person wrote my core personality, values, dreams, and beliefs. But then at the same time, like, I'm like, okay, are your dreams your dreams because that's what you think your dreams should be? Yeah. Again, this is. (laughs) I think people struggle with this from being like young. Like sometimes their parents are doctors and they want their kids to be doctors. So then their kids grow up and be doctors and they're like, wait, do I actually want to do that? Like, this is everybody. Yeah. At some point, I feel like deals with like who they are. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole, like, this whole discussion, right? This is a hard one to have. Like, this isn't something many people do, like, day to day. I'm not like, what's my identity today? Let yeah. me stick to it. Let me live by this. Let me. And I, I also don't know if anybody does that. Um, I like what that person said. Like, their true identity is their morals, values, personality. I also, like, that's. And maybe this is like a different, like there's your, your identity to yourself and then your identity to others. I don't know what that, what that person wrote in, what that identity looks like to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't say, hi, I'm Doug. I'm funny, charismatic, outgoing, and my dreams are to ride a bike on the moon. Like, I don't know. I just obviously made those all up. Yeah. And that's like, okay, cool. What do you do for work? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Well, I was just I, thinking, I just don't know can, identity can it, was. like, if we were to each say three things that we thought our identity was, could you come up with that right now? I'm already like, I mean, oh, okay, what do I like? <laughs> Does that? Yeah. I mean, of course I could say three things. Like, like I, I would say, you know, something like about my job, about. But that's not what we're talking about, right? We're saying like, without your jobs, like, who are we without our jobs? Yeah. I mean, a lot of what I started with my job was because of what I liked and who I was. So, like, I do identify with my job in that way, but I also want to identify without my job, too. But because my, like, passions have become my job, like, that's also just hard Mm -hmm. because that wasn't my job when I started and now it is. So, it's like it just merged that way where it is part of my identity. I'm I'm not – I don't not want to admit that. Like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a big part of your identity, I think. Um, yep. I don't know. Now I'm thinking, like, what would I say if I, how do I introduce myself? Like, hi, I'm Pat. I am. <laughs> hi, I'm Pat. I need a better name. <laughs> I should be like, I don't even know. Hi, I'm Pat. My, or hi, I'm Pat. I am. Selfless. Yeah, like selfless. I like talking to other people and. Except for when you don't. Except for when I don't. <laughs> I'm 100% like a extroverted introvert. For sure. Yeah, that's that's what you are. Yes. I don't know when I am. You're, I was about to say, you're an influencer. Am I an extrovert or introvert? Uh, You're an extrovert, but sometimes quieter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to think about. We have no and, answer. And it's... Okay, but if I said... Like, what are three things that you want people to think about you? Like, yeah, I want people to think that I'm selfless. Like, that I'm willing to do whatever... Not anybody, mostly anybody, wants or needs for me. Like, I do this a lot. I drop whatever I'm doing to yes. help people. Yeah, that's true. I do that for you. I do that for friends. I do that for family. Like I want to selfless is an important thing. Mm -hmm. Those whatever. 
I want to be like somebody who gives back on a grander scale, right? I think that's a big motivator for us starting together, having a platform to like give back. And you've always been into that. Yeah. And I think, I don't know what the third piece is. I don't know how to like, I always want to be willing to like have fun and do not random, but like different stuff. I think this whole idea right now of us moving around, living in Florida, mm-hmm. like kind of on a whim, let's get a dog. Oh, let's get a big dog. Let's get, let's go. It's just like trying life, like yeah. trying things. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to be experiencing like, what is, what is that descriptor? I don't know. Like, I think something for me that I've noticed as I've grown up and been more like introspective is like, the first word that comes to my mind is like accepting because I feel like I want to be, I want to be able to see things from different perspectives all the time. And I want, I like when someone comes to me with a question or a problem and they want me to like dissect it and give them my thoughts on it because I want to like be accepting of them, but I also want to be accepting of the other side. Yeah. So I feel like that's something I've learned about myself. This is very therapeutic. Hmm. Do you think that's, I am that? Yeah, I think you are. I think a lot of times um that's something that you're good at you're good at providing um perspective and like comfort with these conversations i think i mean i think i learned a lot of it from you which now i'm like okay is that no longer my identity is that your identity that i've just attached onto yeah. No, because I think that's something like your family has yeah. come to you and obviously your relationship with your family goes back way longer than us. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that's one for um, Yeah, I think it's hard. Yeah, I, I would need really to like, is there like an identity specialist? <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. I'm sure there is. I mean, I'm you know, there are specialists for everything. Let's get them on the podcast. I wish we had like a thing to do with this. Like, I wish there was like how to define who you are, how to, and I'm, you know, our good old loyal friend, Google, I'm sure we could find a ton of stuff on there. I'm sure there's, you know, like like Cosmo magazine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, like we've done and we've talked about like the love languages, Mm -hmm. right? That's how you learn about your, um, your yeah, love and that was helpful. That's, yeah, that, that was, was very helpful. helpful. There's probably other. That was like true. Yeah. Like that was like, this is actually what you feel and what I feel, and like almost gave us a little bit of an identity in that way. Like, yeah. Um, you can delete this part out or not if you want, but probably not. Well, didn't somebody recommend we have your aunt Barb on here? Because yeah. that's what she does. I think well, she, she does, does like um. Yeah, well, more I like personality. Remember. Yeah quizzes stuff like that i don't know yeah. exactly well she's like yeah. a consultant isn't she well she has her own business yeah 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 that would be cool to do that yeah. so we were going to talk about like couple identity yeah well that little. was another thing that we because we started talking so much leading up to this episode we were talking about like identity and how do you define and keep and change your identity and then what does your identity look like when you get into a relationship right like is my identity still unique or is my identity well that's the whole thing is like i think i had more of an identity or um independence before we you know were married and stuff and i think that's pretty natural for everybody um and now that we do everything together it's merged into our identity but we still are different people and like if you're in a relationship it's like you have to work on that and keep doing that and i feel like it's something we're definitely like lacking yeah well i think one thing that has happened with us both intentional but like unplanned for is how our identities have merged and we have like I've taken on more of your identity, meaning like you've projected your identity onto me. I would never be doing a podcast if it wasn't for you. I mm-hmm. would never be, you know, building a business around, you know, influencers and content and that if it wasn't for you. I would never I think I'm more tied to your world now 
And I don't know, there might be something there with like me sublimity, subliminally trying to like build out my identity separately. And you mean like you are trying to do that? I don't know. I, this is like something I'm just saying right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, am I, do I do some things to try and be unique, to try and set myself differently from you, to try and. Do you think you do? Mm. or should I don't know I'm thinking right now and I think so there are two things that I do completely separately than you which is like work out go to the gym which you do those things but we don't do them together Mm mm-hmm and then the other thing I would say is like how I like going to a bar like by myself finding like I find girls and yeah <laughs> chicks. No, I find honest enjoyment in that. I love like doing that. Yeah. And those are two things where I'm like, wow, do I do those to like set myself aside? And the answer may be yes. I haven't thought about that yeah. more than like this, you know, yeah. four minutes right now. But yeah. It's just something to think about for everybody, especially if you're in a relationship. Obviously, like the whole part of this was anybody. But um, yeah, I feel like I want someone to come on the podcast that is like expert in this. Yeah. Because it would just be interesting to hear. Like, I guess that is what all those. Did you just portray their identity on them, though? What? Saying they're an expert. Well, if they would tell me they're an expert, then I don't know who the person is yet. Yeah. We got to find somebody. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably the end of this episode. Yeah. That was a, um, felt good talking about. I don't know how it's going Yeah. It was more conversation. Yeah. Get to listen about it. I hope that it was something that you guys like latched onto and just could listen to and identify with. <laughs> could you identify with no identification? Relate with it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Try and try and figure out your identity. If you figure it out, then try Let and figure out mine. Let yeah. me know. Yeah. Don't forget about that discount code. Love that for you for fifty percent off together. Go sign up. We appreciate the love. And we will see you guys next week. See you everybody. Bye.